Hello and welcome. My name is Mary Lou and you're listening to the Hear a Hotspot podcast, which is all about well-being for women both at home and at work. I'm happy this week to welcome back my friends June Barclay, Anusha Healer and Angel Chandler, and Emma Lane Harvey, Crystal Healer and Reiki Master. In this week's episode, we are discussing the crystals for each chakra and how they can help us. We also wander through the topic of colour vibration again and its impact on our life, from clothing and being in nature to orosoma. We also discuss how hard following a spiritual path can be at times and how often we fail to put ourselves first and why it's so important that we do so. We also look at how the more we explore our connection to source and the challenges that arise along this journey, how we present ourselves to the world and are then perceived by others, highlighting how important it is to stand in our power and maintain healthy boundaries. I hope you enjoy listening to our meandering thoughts. The ones that I I would use personally, like when I um, when I put together a chakra set, just on a on that sort of basic level, would start with a clear quartz. Yeah. Um, I think that you know clear quartz is known um, as the master healer, so it's one of the, you know one of the crystals or one of the few crystals that you can place anywhere on the body. Yeah. So um, it isn't just um, crown related. So if you had pain, um, uh, I would place a, a clear quartz there. Um, but also it would really help to channel and open the crown for um, channeling. So clear quartz. And also, obviously, it increases that link to higher self. Yeah. Uh, and then going down, I would use amethyst. Amethyst is, lots of people have them. Lots of people have them as earrings, necklace. It, you know, it's one lots of people can generally identify with. Mm. Maybe like not. the first pr- primary of that. That is rose quartz, isn't it? Mm. Isn't it? Yeah. Um, but it is a beautiful crystal. You know, it's, um, I think it's one that unfortunately is dyed quite a lot. Um, clear quartz is often dyed with. Um, you know, a purple dye and, and okay. is sold as an amethyst. So I'm quite particular about um, where I source my crystals and, and definitely... So how do you know, do you just think, well, I'm paying more, so that's a good quality crystal, or do you have certain sources? I, w- I would think the first thing would be um, how I feel when I hold them. Mm. Um it wouldn't necessarily be um, financial, though there will be lots of places that will sell you a, you know, an amethyst, you know, whatever, in whatever form. But, mm. you know, it'll be lots and lots of money. But it could be the palest of the pale and, mm. you know, a bit dirty, a bit sort of, you know, not very strong. And I think sometimes crystal shops and craft you know spiritual fairs and that sort of thing can get away with selling some Mm. you know not great ones um so i would always go for that sort of as as darker richer amethyst as you can one that is sort of shiny which when you've tumbled them which is the smooth stones Mm. those those are called tumble stones um they 
they they generally look um, shiny, but you will notice if you placed an unhealthy crystal and a and an unhealthy crystal, you would see the difference. Mm. So a lot of it, from from my point of view, would be experience of knowing mm. after many years of knowing what a you know what a lovely healthy crystal looks like. Um, so it would go clear quartz, amethyst, um, then at the throat. I would either use a blue lace agate or a soda light. So soda light is very much... Much darker, isn't it? Much darker. Mm. It's got that really lovely white, um, I want to say fleck. It's a bit more than a fleck, really, but mm. they're all so different. But beautiful crystal for self-acceptance, mm. self-esteem. Yeah, one of those. So they're yeah. the sort of two ends of the blues, really, those two, yeah. aren't they? So what colour? Oh, that's beautiful. Um, what colour do you see the throat chakra as? That that light blue or the dark blue of the soda light? Personally, I see it more as the dark blue. Okay, interesting. Um, yeah, I would. Yeah, I think I. I think I would see it more as a as a dark blue. Um, but the blue lace agate, for example, is this. You know, is a much paler, like mm, you say, mm. much paler, but links with confidence. And so, the thing with crystals is they have such an incredible power for emotional and physical change, connection, healing. Um, so, for example, if you are, you know, speaking to 100 people, then a blue lace agate would be a great mm. one to, mm. you know, build your confidence, mm. um, to stand there and execute verbally mm. and vocally what you mm. need to do. Mm. But if you, if you were somebody who you know, found it very difficult to express your feelings in a relationship with family or um, a marriage or um, or just generally. It was, you know, even as a child, you know, you find it difficult to put your hand up and mm. answer the question. That would be another great one. Soda Light is also a really intuitive crystal. So, again, if it was placed at the third eye, it would really, it's a really lovely one for meditation. It's nice and strong. It's and strong. Yeah. Mm. So... That when when I would use them, I would be careful who I would use them on, mm. because you can, you know, if somebody is quite sort of open in their chakras, it it may well sort of mm. give them a little bit too much. How so I'd maybe go a bit a bit gentler. Uh, the heart chakra, I would see as a green or a pink. Um, it's interesting because we've been doing a lot, um, a lot of what's come up is the higher heart chakra. And when we did the colours last week and we were drawing cards, because um, normally on the chakras it shows as um, the heart is green, but we were having the higher heart chakra as the emerald green and then the heart chakra as the pink. Yeah. So we kind of separated those two. Yeah. Only because it's come up late because we've been doing a lot of divine feminine and Mary Magdalene work yeah. and stuff. Beautiful. Mm. Yeah. So I think... And that's it. But from what we're, you know, what mm. your aim is with, with the book mm. and and trying to sort of, you know, find, you know, that middle of the road. Um, most people would think of it, I think, as a more of a pink. Mm. Um, so you've got the rose quartz, mm -hmm. um, which, you know, I love the rose quartz. I know, you know, it is a bit overused and overseen, and again. Lots of pieces of jewellery, um, but I think it is. I think it's a it's a lovely crystal. Mm. It's it's a very 
it's a very comforting crystal. It's mm. very much um, that crystal that honors that heart space, that mm. those emotions attached mm. to the heart. So, you know, again, sort of self-esteem, self-love. Mm. Um, when I first started getting into crystals, when I was going through the divorce, the, the three first three were the clear quartz, the amethyst and the rose quartz. Yeah. And actually having not had them, they were, so I totally hear what you're saying about kind of the rose quartz and amethyst are kind of overused, mm. but almost for a reason, because Absolutely. they in themselves gave me such comfort and were so powerful. Yeah. And now I've got over 100, but yeah. I think they're a really good starter, yeah. aren't they? Together. Rose quartz placing in your home, mm. you know, in the corners of your home, the corners of your bedroom, mm. placed next to your children's bed, mm. you know, a beautiful gift to give a newborn baby. Mm. You know, it's a very, it's just such a lot. I was... I always kind of want to say it's like a, it's it's a crystal that hugs, mm. it holds, it mm. keeps you close. Loving. Yeah, mm. very, very much so. Um, I did my group last night and obviously because I'm not physically in the room um, as I would be normally where they would choose crystals mm. and go and sit and then, you know, they would meditate holding um, crystals or have them placed at their feet depending mm. on people described to me. Um, the crystal, what it looks like, and some of them, I, I, you know, I don't know, but I then would that they, go that they color. Physically have, or that they have got through meditation. Got through meditation. Right. So um, one last night was um, like a burgundy. So we sort of, I was trying to establish if it was um, like a red wine burgundy mm. or a sort of dark brown red, mm. and um, and you know. It, it, she sort of described it much more as a sort of red wine. Mm. So it's, you know, like not a... red a, jasper. I think mm. along those lines, but actually what I sensed and felt that it was it was more colour-based and chakra-based than it was mm. crystal, if you like. Mm. So it was it was that sort of um, sacral to root mm. and, and everything in between, if you It'd like. It'd be interesting had she been in the room... Whether it would have been right, let's go and find the crystal, yes. but you actually energetically you totally explored a different yeah, level. definitely. It's mm. really interesting, and 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 also they don't they don't have much experience with crystals, mm. so they're sort of describing, um, you know, feeling mm. blue lace agate came mm. up, um, carnelian came mm. up. Um, but again, how lovely, because rather than going to the default, I'm going to go and pick one. Yeah. It's a really interesting exploration for them to, to use not only their verbal skills, yeah. but energetically to connect, going, yeah. it felt heavy or it felt this, yeah. rather than just going, oh, that's the one. So heavy in that colour, yeah. I mean, you know, chakras, you know, based on colour and how, how you, you know, how you work with them mm. just in, or just on a chakra level, just on a... On a, I was saying to June when I when I studied um, to be a crystal crystal practitioner, we would use scarfs. So not only would you place them in your stereotypical um, color set of the chakras, but you'd place them in the aura. You'd place yeah. at the feet, and it was really interesting. Very interesting. And actually, what people from memory, what people got, was obviously slightly different to what they got with. Um, with crystals as such there was more of maybe a physical feeling mm. with the crystal mm. but um Sometimes it's you can't and we did it at the psychic school and it made you feel weird to even touch it mm. the, the color we did it with ribbons mm. not scarves it was all ribbons and it was 
it made you feel all the it's a bit like we talked about last week with the mm. colour, mm. how it makes you feel. Mm. But it is very and I what did mean to do that as a group with us. But we've never got round to doing it. But it's, and that's why I thought today we would visit chakras because I think there's such a crossover. Because I know is. that in themselves, the energy that the crystal has, and I love them myself, and um, you know, I've looked into that. But it's also the vibration of the colour, which, is, although we were talking about colour last week, it would, it was about vibration, vibration of sound, vibration yeah. of nature. So the colour has such a crossover, yeah. such a resonance with the chakras, doesn't it? It does. The chakra, the the crystal, mm. all the things mm. that we use, basically. What we wear, the, the, yeah. the environment we seek yes. to be in, yes. the sky, the green, the sea, yeah. um, the flowers. I, you know, you describe, you know, you've got three children, you know, I, I've only got, I've only got one, but uh, four children, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> one of them will get offended. I, who did I? Yeah. <laughs> I won't say who I forgot. <laughs> I can't remember. Um, but... Um, you know, you, I would always describe Luke in particular as a, an outside child. You know, he he couldn't. You know, mm. we were saying that about your boys. You know, I, I could no sooner love... Luke loves dressing up to go to a wedding, mm. but, you know, there's nothing that makes him happier than, mm. you know, just his boardies and being tile. outside. Yeah. <laughs> and I think, you know, my mum and my sister love being outside, but they love being inside. Mm. You know, it's nice to sit out when the sun's really shiny and lovely, mm. whereas I will walk my dogs in the rain, mm. in the wind. No, I have a physical craving to be outside. I do. Yeah, and get really affected if I'm limited. Yeah. It, yeah, really affects it's me. A, it's, it's a really weird one. So, again, you know, is that because you need to connect with colour mm. or, you know, the, the the force of the sea, the energy mm. and... Mm. Um, and I would probably say all of the above mm. and lots mm. of it. Mm. You know, gardening. You've done loads yeah, of gardening no. this mm. summer, haven't yeah, you? And no. working in the earth and, the, you know, again, you know, colour and... Painting your pots. Outside. Mm. Painting your pots. <laughs> you don't realise it sometimes, do you? And mm. then you're like, oh, yeah. And you know we talked yellow, didn't we? Mm, we a lot of yellow. talked yellow. Yeah. It wasn't overlap. a colour that you resonated No, no, we no. had a long discussion with yellow because, yeah. again, we, we explored it on a touch-for-health basis because it's the earth element and also solar plexus, which for intuitions. I've done a lot of work on that in the last week, a lot of it's meditation. It's flight or flight as well. It's, yeah. you know, it's where that sort of stress goes in, doesn't mm. it? That mm. Yeah. It's... But it was funny because when we explored it on a touch-for-health basis, each element has an emotion. So red is um, heart and small intestine and it's love, joy, hate. And I was resonated or, or how I was taught was um, the earth element, which is yellow, which is spleen and stomach, was sympathy and empathy. But also it means worry, which I hadn't related, that if you sit too much in sympathy and empathy and it doesn't yeah. lead anywhere, it then can be quite negative and then needs to worry and then the whole physical impact on that. So wow. it was really interesting. That's really interesting. Mm. And I think we get quite um, quite stuck in colours ourselves, how we oh, dress, yeah. mm. how, you know, what well, we colours we we're mostly yellow. drawn. At all, we wear a lot yeah. of blue. And, yeah. I don't know yellow. No, I wear... Funny. I do remember... Um, you know, a couple of times, like you buy a top or, mm. you know, and in the shop on a Saturday, you love it. And mm. it's, oh my gosh, that's a really nice colour. And, you know, it makes me feel really nice. And then you go to wear it the following weekend and you're like, oh, mm. oh. <laughs> the aversion. Why? Yeah, mm. why? That mm. doesn't feel the same. Mm. Yeah. Because at the time that you bought it, that's the colour that, felt. yeah. Mm. Yeah. I find it 
fascinating. Yeah, I do. But you don't talk about it in the normal circumstance. It's only because it's all come up with mm. this. Mm. We talk about it in a fashion sense, but not in an energy mm, sense. Yeah. And there mm. is obviously the element that you can, um, I'm trying to think, I suppose, what they're called. Like, um, I don't know, it's, it, it's, I don't think it is. It would be colour therapy, but it would be somebody who yeah, is colour dress. Is it that? Well, people they, they do it from a tonal point of view. Yes. So they hold all the scarves up, going, yes. "Well, you're a you're a, yes. a soft pastel colour, or you're this." But that's more to do with the the tone of your skin, skin and stuff. So I've learned that. What Suze? With the bottles, Orosoma. Oh, okay. I've not heard I of that. Love to do Orosoma. What's that? Again, I think we did That's, that. We did that briefly did at you? college. Is that what Amanda does with the sprays? Yes. Oh, okay. But she, you know when she holds the bottles up and it's got two colours? Oh, okay. Yeah, it's like a split. Like, there's, I have the book. It's two. There's the colours. You look at them and you're drawn to some and not others. It's the same difference. Okay. But I've never looked right into it. I really would like But is it an energy therapy? Is it done from an energy point of view yeah. or just oh, yeah. a... Energy, like for you to pick the colour and for yeah. what you get from that. And, mm. Mm, very interesting. Oh, that's another corner that's we have to explore. The there you that's go. It. Okay. The colour book. book using the healing power of colour to transform your life. It's interesting. It's what you just said. The book at the page I've opened on. Have you noticed how some mornings you wake up in a blue mood and you pick out a navy outfit to wear for the day? The very next morning you might decide that blue is dull and you are drawn instead to a chic beige ensemble, a bright red suit or smart green trousers. It is well known that we respond to different colours according to our moods. The colours that attract at any given moment in time reflect those feelings and give us an instant insight into our psychological state of mind. There you go. Oh, fascinating. Gosh, a whole book on that. So here are the, some of the characteristics attributed to each colour of the spectrum. Those associated with your favourite colour are likely to be reflected in your own temperament and personality. So yellow is intelligence, communication, youthfulness and radiance. Whereas actually my favourite colour is blue, which is sincerity, sensitivity, independence and tradition. Jean, mm -hmm. what's your favourite purple? Intuition, spirituality, inspiration and naivety. <laughs> so my favourite colour. I know it's it's questionable as to whether it's colour, but I love I love white. I've got a lot of white clothes, white oh, tops. Yeah. Mm. Um, oh, a lot of white. Shirts, always. Yeah. I wonder if white's got all the colours, though, isn't it? Yeah. Doesn't it's have it. Like I love. You know, I'm always drawn. Like the grey. But yeah, I do. Yeah. I'm a, yeah, I wear a lot of grey. Wonder what that says about us. In the winter, does mm. grey, grey, grey white when in doubt as to which color to use think of white the general energizer white may be used safely as a cleansing purifying and strengthening agent and because it embodies all the colors of the spectrum it will also act as a protector while boosting mm. the overall energies of the body interesting mm. isn't it yeah because not everybody can wear white it I, you know it always like i think it's just really fresh and I do. so is that the old sound book it see the old sound at the back how they put the colours together. Yeah, it's got the, it's got the um, bottles in the back, how they're split. I'm trying to think where I've seen that. Mm. Have you ever had curly in photography? Yes, I've mm. got a picture to show you. Have you? Also. I had it, but it wasn't yeah. in colour. Mine was in lines. Oh, really? Yeah. So it was... Um, 
was it the proper old-fashioned curling? Well, it, again, oh, it was a long it, time ago. Yeah. It was oh, at the beginning yeah. when I was getting divorced, when I was dipping my yeah. toe in. So I put my thumb in and it took a, oh. a picture of my thumb. So it might not, he may not have sold it as curling, but yeah. so it took a picture of my aura via my thumb. So my friends, you have a kind of outline of your body. And it, so all the lines came out as if you'd been stabbed with knitting needles. Well, that's not quite a dramatic way of putting it. So the lines came sort of perpendicular to your body. And hers was this lovely thick line like this. And mine came. It looked like someone had taken a shotgun to my body. I had so many dips yeah. in it. And he, even he was quite shocked. The guy saw it. He didn't quite know what to make of it. And it translated to... Um, he then had horizontal lines and it translated to where your heart chakra was and everything and what dipped. And that, weirdly, having seen a physical representation of what my energy was like, it was that that made that forced me to make a decision whether to stay or leave my husband. Because I thought, I can't stay in this state having seen what's happening to my energy. I know. But it wasn't a, it wasn't a colour one. It was very much a, a line one. your mum then? Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> so this is about your choice of what you wear. So if you wear white as your first choice, <laughs> thank you, Emma, so you. The selection means you take a youthful attitude to life. <laughs> Perhaps there is a touch of the Peter Pan in your nature, a desire never to grow up but to see the world with childlike wonder. On the one hand, the attitude will keep you young at heart. However, its innocence may be the, at the expense of the rich fulfilment that truly mature experiences can bring, which you definitely have that. So I love that. You are so youthful and full of energy. Extraordinary, a whole book on it. Yeah, you just see it totally. Different. And even though I've been talking about it, you do every time we dip our toe into it, you just see it in a totally I different way. But there's, there's the other side, you know, what would be the color that you would never wear or you're not drawn to? For me, it's more hues like this is the darkest pink I wear. I can't wait, I can't wear very dark pink. A, oh, no, would you do baby pink? Yes, absolutely. And I'll dip into red every now and then. See, red is my one. Mm. I think it's because my mum dressed me a lot in red when I was younger. Oh, that's interesting. Red and black paint and shoes. <laughs> like buckled both. Yes, no, that would yes. I, and I remember I just be like, you know, like, just shoes. Yeah. stood there. Like, burgundy, definitely wouldn't wear burgundy. <gasps> that was my childhood colour, yeah. It was very in. <laughs> I think it maybe it was Wine or burgundy, thing. it was like... Like, oh, but a I nice good quality coral. red. I love that sort of. I love the oh, I coral. Love that some, coral is like so and much think, coral. Is that red or is that like mm. um, that lovely yeah. orangey? Oh, I have loads. Mm. I've got so much in my wardrobe bit, from last it's year. It's a bit like that. Coral. Wow. And a little poster. That's all the colours. Beautiful. So when I, what to so go you for, pick a, bo a bottle. That's how it works. Okay, I'm going to pick a bottle and I'll read you which one it is. Oh my gosh, I've been. I want to say, I want to say 25. 25. Oh, I really like 49 as well. Purple. It's a bit like the Oracle cards. Yeah, I like that. 49 is that one, yeah? No. Is that one? Okay, do you want that one? Yeah. The Turquoise over violet, new messenger. This colour combination helps us take change in our stride, change resonating with the sorry, resonating with the heart and crown chakras. Apply this all to the chest, neck, and hairline. Okay. And what about was it twenty five? Twenty five. Uh, what purple over magenta? Yeah. Oh, look at that. That's Florence Nightingale. Purple and magenta inspires us to overcome difficulties. I think I had a previous life as a. I, well, like I said, I think I I have had a previous life, not as Florence Nightingale, as a nurse, but as a nurse 
but I didn't administer any drugs. I just went round all the um, injured and dying soldiers. Wow. I seen myself in that previous life as in that dressed era. in that yeah. sort of, yeah. Sorry. So Purple Magenta inspires us to overcome difficulties in our lives and link this bottle to the crown chakra. They're beautiful, aren't they? Oh, I do. I'm like, what's that one? Nine. Nine's beautiful. Oh, I like that. But what a, what a beautiful example of colour. Exactly. Mm. And some that you just wouldn't even consider, like yeah. we're talking about the yellows, aren't we? You know, the much palers. I would wear these colours, but I'm not drawn to no. it. Yeah, no, it feels really washed out. Yeah. Mm. I what 67 was. That's the pink. Two types of pink. Magenta. Oh, magenta over magenta. Really? Which one's that? 67. That one. Divine love. The contents of this bottle work on all the chakras. It makes good massage oil for the whole body. The colour helps us to focus powers of concentration. Mm. What would you do, Junie? I'm quite drawn to that one, I expect. It's <laughs> very you, isn't you it, Jane? Pale violet over pale violet, St. Germain. Oh, yeah. This bottle works in the crown chakra and has a calming and soothing effect when applied to the hairline. And the hairline is past life. That's is interesting. It? That's the orosoma there. That's what it's mm. called. Oh, no, not orosoma. This, but it has got... Um, oh, and that weird? That's maybe gold funny. Or touching it or thinking about no, it? No, thinking. Because that... You look like it's gone really sort of quite red in the face. It's really weird. It's made me feel really... I called it or a summer, but maybe it is called that. It's the airline for the past life. Mm. It's where the, the, that's another chakra. Mm. Oh, it's made me feel funny. Mm. Funny good or funny not funny nice? Weird. Oh, no, funny all right. But I, saw, I said it and then I read it. <laughs> Sorry, I was looking at that one thinking that was quite dramatic. Yeah, I quite like that. Is it? Gold over all bill, Archangel Uriel, linked to the solar oh. plexus and brain oh. chakras. <laughs> the all helps to refine our better natures and higher selves. <laughs> Isn't that See, amazing? See, blue, those blues are nice. I like those. Aren't yeah, they? I like that one. I like too. so many of them. The numbers are 33. Yeah. We'd end up picking them all by yeah. the end. Of you that. could. I think that's where I got mm. to with it. It's dolphin. You're like, oh, I like that one. Yeah. Oh, I like that one. And then you get confused with the, the mm. message. Mm. I, I the think message that. And if I'm honest with you, I think colour, maybe as with all of it, you know, there is a message in all of it. You know, it doesn't have to be one colour or one mm, chakra no. or one crystal that gives you, you know, one oracle card. Mm, mm. You know, I think, yes, you could end up confusing the life out of yourself if you start, you know, picking six oracle cards. and yeah. Maybe it is, it just focuses the way you are right now. Yeah. So for me, it's very much solar plexus and it could be change or moving forward or whatever it is. But actually for me maybe right now, it's that. you have to work on at the this, this mm, time. Exactly. It doesn't it's, mean there are other things that one, yeah, one needs knowing. to work on. I've, I've been working on the knowing. Yeah. Up there. Because before we had this overload, thinking yeah. too much, that's where we work from. And I'm trying to bring it back because if that's... Not that people's hearts are that closed, but if it's not worked, it has to start from here to go up to open mm. the heart. Yeah. I, I think anybody's <sighs> hard pushed to stand in a meadow or a field 
or on top of a hill and not and not get some yeah yeah um, I think we not all feel do. something it's, it's to the degree of how much mm. you're looking for it I think don't mm. you because if people are really shut off they don't I don't think they feel it I think they see it mm. so really interesting that all all I'm getting is um would be my mum. Yes, I'm you know, I think like that's she, why we um, started this I'll say day. to her, I'll say to her, you know, don't come for a walk with me, Mum. I'm going to go and walk the dogs on the beach. You know, it's obviously before summer holidays and stuff. I said, it won't be busy. Oh, no, 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 I'm too busy for that. Like, she, she's kind of... Resistant. Really, really. And... Don't make me feel better about myself. Yeah. It's like, I'm going to feel better um, doing the ironing. I'm going to feel better... That's, um, but that's that's victim. Yeah, and it? it's also just it's just it's shallow distraction, isn't it? Really, I, I mean, know it's a job done, and we all kind of go, okay, well, thank God I got through that pile because yeah. I don't but have to I do it tomorrow or whatever. Exactly, we don't. You know, it's 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 really bizarre, but I feel I I think that energy energetically, it's too much for her. She can't can't take it. It's nice. not a pleasant experience for her, whereas yeah. I'm like, oh, mm. that's just sorted me out for the day. I'm good. You know, I've walked on the beach. I've seen my dogs be daft mm. and silly and I've heard the sea and I've placed my feet in it. Well, you know the the true nature of what brings you peace. Mm. And for some people, it's a false nature. They, they, it's like almost like, uh, like so idolising false gods in a yeah. way. Yeah. yeah. I remember when I first qualified as Touch for Health and I said to my mum, oh, you know, would you like a treatment? And he said, well, how long will it take? I said, oh, it can take you now and now. Oh, I haven't got time. I've got to do the arnie. And I said, come on, come on. You can, you know, we'll really sit and, you know, work out where you're at and help with you. And she said, well, why, why would I want to do that? Why would I? And it was, and, it, and I looked at her and went, well, why wouldn't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I didn't yeah. say it, but it was this extraordinary. Yeah. I love it. Resistance. Yeah. yeah, but why would I actually want to find out how I feel? Oh, I mean, it was... Absolutely, I didn't know what to say because it was such an extraordinary attitude. But, it, but again, generationally, she's yeah. she's eighty five now. Yeah. It's her her mantra is you know never complain, never explain. It's just suffer in silence. It is extraordinary, isn't it? And it's so sad, so sad. Breaks my heart that her whole life has been what I want, what makes me happy. And I know she's not happy. And I know if she explored different avenues, it's my mum, it's my mum. Yeah, all over. yeah. It's just, it is all just over. deeply sad. And and I but. It's what's interesting. I don't know about you know you, but I am the only person in my family that thinks and feels the way I do. Yes, so me. And <laughs> I'm like the very large black sheep. Yeah, and I think, <laughs> and I think, well, is it just because when I was poorly, that put me on a different path, mm. or was I always, mm. you know? Well, for me, it's always been, oh, you're so sensitive. No one else complained oh. about that childhood. You're so sensitive. <laughs> As though it's some kind of awful thing. Yeah. That's what my mum used to say to me. Yeah. Oh, you're far too sensitive. Will you stop it? You're yeah, so like, why should we have to harden sensitive. harden ourselves up to endure life? It's extraordinary, isn't it? I used to really want my mum being so sensitive. Mm. I'd cry. Every, like, not for me, but mm. I'd cry for everybody else. Do you know, it's... it's, it's I think it's especially hard to understand when you are you are programmed to think because if you you come out of the same womb or mm, you're mm. brought up the same as your siblings or or whatever that I mean I definitely I've got lots of similarities to my sister because 
the gene pool is the same, mm, mm. you know, but we are also really, really, really different. Mm. And I do spend my time now saying, I know you think I'm overly sensitive or I know I think you think I'm overly emotional, but I'm okay with that because mm. that is who I am. Mm. And it's kind of a mantra that one, I feel I need to say out loud mm. because I want them to stop you know, well, I just say, "Oh, I'm just being a bit wee wee," and I do kind of slightly apologise for it, but, but then I say it. You know, I know I'm being a bit wee wee, but yeah. but you think actually, if you don't speak your truth, if you don't put it out there, how you see the world and how the world affects you, or how you can help the world, if you keep talking their language, they're only going only ever going to know their language. Mm. Does that make sense? Yeah. And if you talk, if you start talking in our way, it, almost like the book, it opens up. A, oh, what you can. You can think like that. Yeah. We can actually explore who I am and it be a positive thing because that enables me to help people yeah. rather than being selfish. Or be or... more peaceful with yeah. them. Mm. Not be quite so tormented mm. by this that happened mm. or that happened. Or having or... to tick the boxes of society that I'm so miserable, like we were saying earlier, mm. that that misery then affects the people around you. Mm. Yeah, you know, it does. I often say to, to Gordy, who is a very, very giving person, but he gives so much... And he would admit to, to not loving himself and not putting himself first. I said, actually, loving yourself is the most selfless thing you can do. Yeah. Because if you're in a good place, you are then abundant to give to other people. Whereas if you're, you're only... strongest. Yeah. You are in so You cannot give from an power. empty cup. Yeah. But he thinks that he was brought up, no, I've got to, or part of that people-pleasing thing of, you know, yeah. there's a whole psychology behind it. But it just makes me sad that if you put yourself first and are okay with that, you can then give what you give now will be tenfold to what you can give I to think people. That's one of the hardest life lessons is when you stand up and you say, I am the most important thing person. But I think it's really hard if you mm. have children because I, I get it all the time. So many people will say, Oh, I can't come to meditation, or I can't come for healing, or you know, because I've got to do this and, you know, my husband's, you know, been busy at work and mm. I don't want to leave him with the children. Mm. It's one night. It's mm. for like a couple of hours, mm. you know. But if you're not in that place to give that to yourself mm. and accept that, you know, you're okay with it and, mm. and hopefully you're in a relationship that mm. wants you to honour that side mm. of you. Mm. It, it's really difficult. I remember saying when the kids were little, I kind of went slightly over the top of it, but it was, <laughs> I had this thing about I have needs. And I would say to them, I need to be quiet. I need to do this. It's, it's quite a hard way of putting it. But I felt actually I have a voice. I'm not going to sacrifice myself. Mm. And what I do think parenthood is, is a huge sacrifice. And I've willingly given it, willingly and lovingly given it. But I acknowledge that I have sacrificed parts of me to do it. So there was a time that I thought, actually, I need to take some of this back. I need time to either be quiet or I need to eat or I need to exercise or I need yeah. to see friends. And I found that to be a very positive thing because it was only my space but also to teach the children, and one, I, I'm a person in my own right, so you need to make ensure that the person yeah. you love has their needs met, but also to recognise that you have need yeah. and to have that voice, especially for my daughters, that when Definitely. you grow up, it's okay to say, actually, hang on, I've got a need here yeah. and I'm not going to lose myself in this relationship or this um, job or, or the parenting, which I think of generations of old, oh, they weren't considered. They weren't. No. I think Back I, to I the feminine again. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And you just and you do yourself a huge dishonour mm. or disservice. 
as the feminine because the feminine isn't it is about nurturing and suckling the young and or, yep. or suckling if you haven't got children your family or animals or as a teacher or as a nurse but if you haven't got the milk to suckle with you you can't give from an empty cup you know and that is the ultimate isn't it honoring of yeah, being yeah. the feminine yeah that dynamic in friendships as mm. well, you know, mm. where, you know, you're the one that everyone calls upon, but yeah. as of when you might need. You That's know, so common, isn't it? When you're one of those so women, now give and give and give. Yeah, I've got so a couple much. of and like that, you know, Or, you know, they have, they have relationships which are with different men as time goes on, but mm. the, 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 that's the, you know what the blueprint if you like mm. is still the same. It's mm. still that guy that will always put his needs first mm. Um, and you're always the one that goes, that's okay, because yeah. tomorrow's another day. Mm. You know, maybe he'll be mm. nicer tomorrow, mm. or more generous with his time tomorrow. Or... But I'm being a good person because I'm being loving and I'm being forgiven. Yes. So they wear this mantle of I'm being a good person, but that doesn't necessarily make them a happy person or no. a whole person. Definitely not whole. Mm. You literally just sacrifice it. You li mm. and, and that becomes very habit-forming as mm. well, mm. you know, where you get sort of people who just oh, it's okay, or mm. really, is it okay? Well, it's not, but it is okay. You're like, mm. you know, you've got, you've got to stand in your truth. And when I say that to people, I'm sure they think that's about coming out going, and another thing, yeah. Yeah. you know, that yeah. sort of aggression, mm. that aggression, mm. firmness, that it mm. isn't. It's just about saying, mm. you know, I, you know, like I say, you know, I know you have needs, but mm. I do too. Mm. For me, saying the truth is, 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 although I know that it can be perceived that way, but in its true nature is calmly owning that space, almost like a tree going, I'm just going to sit here and wave in the wind, but I'm not going to move. You can come and I'll accommodate you. And it's much softer than that. And to get to that point of going, I'm totally happy with who I am and yeah. I can give, but actually I'm not going to, to bend to your will at a um, point where I sacrifice my own. To the detriment yeah. of myself. Mm. Yeah. Interesting, isn't it? We should just mm. rule the world. Yes. Oh, well, I was saying the other day, I, I think we were saying it yesterday at coffee, the leaders of the countries that have suffered most under COVID, whatever, they're seven oh my or eight, gosh, are men, and the ones that have all been successful are women. Again, equal number of leaders, totally dealt with a different way. Interesting. I do. I think we're amazing. Well, back, I think women back, are back phenomenal. Back, I mean, many, 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 you know, women were seen as goddesses. Mm. You know, mm. we held the power. We did. Yeah. You know, it wasn't Atlantis. a man's work. Yeah. Mm. You mm. know, and, and, and then you're like, what happened? Mm. <laughs> you know, yeah. why is it? And maybe, you know, some of the struggle for, for fem, you know, feminine and, and women and, uh, you know, it's because there is that, in, you know, that's, I don't know, that deep-seated, deep-rooted, she stands, she's powerful, mm. doesn't have well, to be it aggressive, is, it can be knowledgeable. But, but the men, can... the ego gets in the way, because if you look at, um, maybe not as far back as Atlantis, but just going back to the healers and the people who were drowned as witches and the people mm. who had the knowledge and the ability to heal and to help, a part of that whole, the, the ego and the male and the power, and let's make money mm. from you mm. know Rockefeller and oils and pharmaceuticals and all of this, it's about, well, we have to get rid of that that inner knowledge, the mm. soft feminine wisdom in order to rule and be strong. And we've just been suffocated. That came and from the church too. Yeah, yeah. yeah totally. Mary Magdalene. Yeah. yeah. Pronounced as a prostitute. Yeah, she wasn't. no. It, and, and again, well, everything comes from fear or love. That's all fear. It's yeah. fear and then wanting power. Really? Well, they're way too powerful, so we have to discredit right. them. And that's exactly where it comes from. And mm. also, you know, when you were saying 
earlier, I can't remember the wording you used, but that whole sort of soft, gentle, pink and fluffy mm. energy um, that some women have. And then when you don't have it, you're like, I need to be that way. I need mm. to have more of yeah. that softness. Mm. Um, simply the question is why? Mm. You know, why? why is it women feel that they do need to be mm. like that? You know, we, we can be... We, we, we should all, whether be, you be uh, male or female, yeah. just to be mm. you. Well, it's when women have an opinion, we're, yeah. we're, we're, too, we're too loud, or um, if we're strong and physical, oh, she's very butch, you know, yeah. there's always an excuse, always, yes. isn't it? it? In sport or in politics, oh, there's, there's always a, um, a detrimental outlook on when mm. women are anything other than soft and fluffy. Yeah. But when a man is outspoken, oh, he's a leader, or when men mm. are physically strong, oh, isn't he incredible? Mm. But it is, it's, and especially having a six foot three feminist yeah. political pansexual she's just she is like an amazon i have so much admiration yeah. for her and she owns her space and what she stands for with no excuses but yeah. she won't trample on anyone it's like this is who i am this and i'm not place. going to apologize yeah. for it it's amazing it especially great. at her age yeah. yeah yeah you know and then yeah i mean she's kind of always had that always you know, she, she still I've has to them, soften she's gorgeous yeah and, she, I mean, whenever I've been in a company, it's mm. just been, you know, thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyable. Mm. You know, she's, you know, she's, she's got charm. She's got, mm. you know, she's got, you know, obviously all the intelligence and the beauty as mm. well. But, you know, she's very, I mean, it's different because I'm sure, she, you're, you know, you have moments with her. But, mm. you know, she, she has so many beautiful qualities. Mm. And so at 22, many. she's kind of sat into who she is, but she has still yet to learn yeah. the delivery to soften it a little bit, to, yeah. to not have Maturity. that. As, well, I've had it. You you feel so passionate about something that you'll fight over it. Yeah. Less like sort of vaccinations. I can, I no longer do it because I don't go into that discourse. But you will engage because it's, you're so passionate and it's having to learn to go, mm. it's enough that I feel that. And I say to sometimes, it's about inspiring people rather than dictating to people yeah. what you feel. It's yeah. interesting, isn't it? People's point of view. Anyway, I like the whole feminine, but the whole fact that Emma's wearing pink and I'm wearing pink yeah. today. Because yeah. it is, it's been so much divine feminine. Yeah, so I think it is. Loads of yeah. Right, okay, so where were we? So we've got we? to the heart. We so we're at the heart. So uh, I would then oh, use... Citrine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> beautiful, beautiful citrine. And what does that mean to so you? So citrine is also a crystal that uh, doesn't necessarily... It, it, it self, self-cleans. Uh, it's not one that you have to place into into the sun or, or water or anything. I, I do. I, you know, I place all my crystals unless... They are porous like a, um, a selenite. Mm. Mm, look at that. That's beautiful, that is. It's like a soft gold, isn't it? Um, but, yeah, I still do. Or, or even like a, a yellow calcite. That's a beautiful crystal. I love calcite. Yeah, I do too. It's oh, yeah. stunning, isn't it? It's not cheap citrine, is it? No. Because I bought a couple of bits which are not as pretty as that. They look like... Outback cousins, and they were quite expensive in their own I ha- way. I haven't got many of them either. Mm. For the simple case, it's a bit like turquoise. Um, turquoise is no longer um, mined. That's you know, orange calcite, really. Yeah, 
But that so, is, looks like a different quality. That one looks like a diamond, doesn't it? Mm. It's like a yellow diamond. So, yes, the turquoise it has been overmined over the years. So it's in really short supply. Mm. Um, so, again, we need to be careful that we it's don't... Plast- it's, sometimes it's a bit plasticky. Yeah. Mm. So it can be a halite that has been dyed. Mm. Um, but, you know, I sound like I'm going to kind of contradict myself a bit here. I, I I work also with the power of intent. So lots of people will come along with a bag full of crystals and say to me, what's this and what's this and da-da-da. And, and often um, maybe half of those crystals, of 10, 15, 20 crystals, are fake crystals. Mm. But the power of intent. So whilst if you were to be a very purist, it has to be... Mm you know, this and it has to be that quality. You place a howlite that has been dyed to look like a turquoise, you would place it and the um, at, at, mm. the, at the throat for protection yeah. as well. But you still, again, going back to what Richard was saying, you've still got that vibration of colour. Yes. So you may not have the energy of the actual crystal, yes. but you've got the healing energy Very much of the so. colour. I believe you could work as a healer just on chakras. You can work... In the chakras with Anusha, Reiki, mm. colour, um, s- symbols, um, mantra. You know, there's, there is so much, mm. but specifically... It's still the intent, isn't Exactly. It? Mm. You know, and I think, I think that's, you know, sometimes when I look at, you know, when I say when people bring their little bag of goodies and, and I'm like, oh, I think that one might be dyed. They're like, oh, really? I said, no, 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 it's still... Yeah, you know, trust in it. Mm. You know, you were drawn to it for a mm. reason. Mm. You, you know, you picked that in whatever I shop it was. If you mm. definitely, it. Mm. oh, it picks you. Yes, mm. to be honest. I mean, I, I, I am. We've talked about it, June and I. The, the, the first wash, workshop that I do once we're out of all of this and you know through the other side will undoubtedly be a child's workshop, just introduction to crystals. Children just mm. feel it. Mm. They see it. it. It's, you know, like people will, adults will sometimes look at crystals and go, oh, what one, what mm. one should I? Because they want to get it right. I yeah, need yeah, to get yeah, it yeah. right. But the kids mm. don't. No. Nope. No. Nope. They'll, just, they'll just grab and go and, mm. and that will be that. Um, and it is when you, if you go in as a first timer to a, um, a shop, and what I was taught or read at the beginning is it's very much you go to what you were drawn to. Definitely. And it's you don't go to a book and go, oh, I need this because yeah. I'm going to that situation. Because I remember I picked one after having my first three, my um, quartz and my amethyst and my rose quartz. And my next one was a hematite. And at the time mm. I was going through all the legal stuff for the divorce. And that was very much all about legal and grounding. And then I got home and, oh, my goodness, look, I picked the right one. So it's a really nice way of doing it because it gives you faith in your ability to choose. Yeah. I found it really, really empowering. That and meditation, yeah. weirdly, were the two things that really gave me heart and the strength to get through yeah. because it was about tapping into that that inner knowledge, that flame that I've always talked about when I got divorced, going, I have a not a power at the time, but I, I can trust in myself. I can trust myself to take me through this yeah. process. And the way it was manifested through choosing, which is ridiculous. Most people listen to it, oh, my God, she, yeah. she chose to get divorced because she saw a funny photograph and <laughs> yeah. she's picked yeah. a few rocks from a bowl. But energy-wise, when you tap into that. That reassurance yeah. 
that what you're going through, mm. the decisions you're making, that is, you know, that is. Yeah, right. you're being and led be guided, by. Yeah. 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 But there's also, and hopefully you'll confirm this, that you have crystals when you're meant to have them. Definitely. I've lost oh, so definitely. many crystals. Yeah, and then you find Some them. Some of the most beautiful yes. crystals. And I'm like, where did that go? Yeah. Where did it go? Yeah. I remember so mine easy. flew off a bed. I've made the bed, it flew off, and I saw it go under the chest of drawers. So yes. I knew it was under there. Could I find it? And I found it about two or three months later, but I remember thinking, I'm not supposed to have it now. Because I lived down there with a torch going, I know you're here. <laughs> but you know, but you Why do, you, you lose them. Yes, but you yeah. lose them or you, you can't find them because you're not meant to have them. Yeah. There very much is an intention, isn't there? There is. On it. I had a beautiful bracelet, Larimer. It's the colour of, well, it's very pale turquoise. It's the colour of the sea in the Caribbean. Mm. Mm. It's and beautiful. The I wore it for ages. When a wild holiday here, over here somewhere, and we was with Darren and the kids, we was all in the car. Do you think we could find it? Mm. It just went. Yeah. You know, that is that is really interesting. Mm-hmm. And when you get the crystal at the time you mm-hmm. need it, mm-hmm. You know, everything, we know this, but timing, mm. timing is always everything. Mm. Always. And that's that's one of the things that I probably trusted in the most. You know, when you're like, why is this happening? Mm. Or, oh, my goodness, it's so challenging at the moment. You know, you just go, it is like that because mm. this is the way it is. And it yeah. will, you will come out. You've got to just trust that this is necessary. It's always about the trust. Yeah, we've yeah. had so much of that about the timings. Um, time. Yeah, a lot about that with Carl and, and just everything. And I think also people coming into life and going out of your life. Yeah. And it is, it is trusting that mm. every single thing that's come into your life yes. has a has a reason for being. Every single thing. I think particularly for you, so it wasn't a generics thing. No, for me it was. Yeah, and it was knowing. So I think actually if I took that into my life, trusting that every positive and every negative Mm. has, whether that's for my own soul growth or whether that's going to teach me a lesson, whether it's a lesson I can then use to help someone else in the future. So it's looking at everything as a bonus, however awful. Right for me, probably. Mm. I think there's also that, that, that thing that... You know, when you step onto a path, especially I, I feel personally, you know, what I would call the spiritual path or mm. a spiritual journey mm. or, or whatever, it's it's not easy. No. It's, no. I think it's, you know, it's, it's one of, mm. yeah, it's mm. one of it's the, the hardest mm. things. Mm. But don't be fooled by the fact that you're going to learn it in a week mm. or a month mm. or, mm. you know, 30 years. Mm. It is ongoing. That's, well, it's, that's it's part like, of the yeah. journey. That is the that's reason the, why. It's, it's part of what we've taken on by doing that yeah. is that you are tested and everything creates growth. And I think we said in a podcast before, who said life is going to be easy and roses and riches and, yeah. and, and fulfilling loving relationships all the time? And I say to my kids, you will learn nothing from that. It'd be lovely and cushy, mm. but you will never grow as a person and it's with incredible. that. Incredibly unlikely that mm. all those boxes are going to get ticked mm. in yeah. sequence throughout your life. Like mm. whether you never, you you know, you don't experience loss, you know, or you don't experience sadness, or mm. you, you know, it's I, I just mm. feel it's impossible. Mm. Yeah. And also, like you say, what are you going to learn? Mm. And sometimes I think it's come up that when you're there, you think, well, I've learned that. 
and I can't remember what I'm referencing, you might remember. And then there's still a lesson. You're like, hang on, I'm here. Why are you pushing me? And it's almost like they're saying, we're just checking. We're just checking you're not going to falter from where you are. And we're going to push you yeah. a little bit harder yeah. to almost ground your roots even more. Because yeah. you think, oh, it's fine. I've done the work, so everything should be cushioned. Oh, no. Shit, it's still hard. Yeah. You know, where's yeah. that come from? Yeah. It's not well, fair. One of the um, podcasts, you said about me being 73 and I'm still Yeah, still learning. It. 73? <laughs> <laughs> and you said I'm 50 and I th- wasn't it you said something like that I'm 50 yeah, yeah, and yeah. I thought I'd done but it was well, 50 years of learning but actually I've only been learning really in this field in this world since my divorce so 15 whatever yeah. years it is mm. so le- less than 20 although I've always read about psychics so I've always been interested in it I've actually been doing the work mm. for yeah I can't think of it, 2005 yeah 15 years and then look at the work that you're doing now, mm. you know, in, in being part yeah. of this. You know, none of none of that that would have been possible. Mm. No. Yeah. And I and Gina, you are very I'm sure you've always been incredibly capable of sitting down and chatting with people and, and getting the best from them because that's that's a real gift, gift that you have. Bless you. Thank you. Um, you know, and you have Mary Lou's voice to start off with and then your voice <laughs> <laughs> well, we love your authenticity. Yeah, I think Mary Lou's got. I, 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 I do love. Li- I do love listening to you. It I sounds don't. like a stalking girl crushy. <laughs> yeah, I do. I do. You know. I think you. You know. We you've, said this uh, I know. You know. You, I'm amazed you, you that people are, say that. You know, super. Uh, you know, you're really good at executing yeah, words is. and passion and um, knowledge and and all of those things all in. What you do, you sh- you know, honestly. Thank you. I'll take that. Well, please do. <laughs> um, but yeah, but without without your divorce, mm. you wouldn't be here. Maybe mm. you know. I know for a fact that you know it would have been a much more difficult journey if I hadn't been diagnosed with mm. cancer. Mm. I always had it. Mm. I always had something mm. that you know people would go, oh yeah, you know Emma. Um, <laughs> That literally just mm. picked me up and went, mm. shake all the crap out mm. and then pop you there. Now mm. the rest is up to you. Mm. But I'm sure this would resonate with you. And I don't know if I've said to you in the previous podcast, and I know I've said to you, June, that I find when I get clients, they resonate with my story yes. always. And I know always. you really find that. And maybe yeah. you with your health when they come mm. to you, like I've been there, yeah. I can relate to that. And that's what everyone ever wants. It's like when you're, you've got a newborn and you're you know there in tears and it's not dressed at midday and you're all greasy. To know that someone else is in the same state, that's yeah. all you need is to know that someone else is walking not, in your shoes. Yeah. But hopefully in our world, we go, well, I've walked in your shoes, but also I can help you because I can heal or I can yeah. do crystals or yeah. I can do touch for health. And it's <coughs> being able to relate to people. So absolutely, I know that every part of my journey and part of my family's journey that my children have gone through comes up time and time yeah. again in my work. And that's kind of what we're saying, isn't it? Yes. You know, honour yourself, whether it be yeah. crystals, mm. whether it be yeah. studying, whether mm. it be anything, sculpture, you know, yeah. what, whatever, just, you know, just do something that you love. And sometimes that's difficult, that's but enough, just keep, to keep like, pursuing. Yeah, you know, I agree. It's, because you're, you're, what do they say? You'll never work a, you'll never work you do, a do, day do, in your yeah, life. If you do if you, a job you love, you'll never work a day in your life. That's it. Mm. And it's right. It is so mm. true. Yeah, it is yeah. so true. Mm. Okay, so where were we? Yeah. So we did, we did sixteen. <laughs> yes. Okay, down to the next one. <laughs> it would be another week. Um, <laughs> sacral. So I would put carnelian. 
carnelian, maybe, maybe a red jasper, yeah, but I'm I would. Just gonna get my red jasper. Yeah, I would. I think I'd do more carnelian. It's a crystal I've never drawn to. It's really interesting. Really. Mm, sometimes I guess it in meditation, but I do, and I do have one. That's red jasper, and that's carnelian. See, my red jasper I've got is more like liver. It's like blood liver, that yeah. colour we were talking about mm. earlier. That really dark red, but that's really quite orange, isn't it? That, that out of all the crystals, and that, I don't know why, but that is one of my favourites. Is it? Is it does it? absolutely nothing for me. It doesn't do anything for me either. <laughs> and it's oh, weird, sorry. doesn't it? It's, a, um, it's, it's like a Crayola colour. Um, and which one's that? So that's Carnelian. That's Carnelian. Is it? It's, that's really dense as well. That's yeah. a lot more brown than it is orange. It's yeah. like tobacco-y, isn't it? Mm. It feels beautiful. Mm. Really soft. Yeah. Yeah, I love the shape of that. But the colour, again, is... It's like tea. Yes. Isn't it? Really strong yeah, it tea. Is, yeah. yeah. See, Carnelian, to me, is really quite orange. It's almost yes, the colour of that. Yes, I've some of those orange bits, but they're not in there. Yeah, they're all in I think. Mmm. So carnelian, I would use carnelian very much to balance that uh, feminine energy, uh, hormone, mood. Um, I would use carnelian. Yeah. Yeah. Even mine is more orange than that. That's funny. I'll see if I must have a dyed one. <laughs> No, I, I think they do. They well, do come out all shiny. Very, because it is. You got to think of what, how it's been cut as well, yeah. and then it's been shaped. Yeah, yeah. Because um, that's the other thing with crystals is, obviously, you've got your tumber stones. You've got, um, you know, where they're a bit more sort of coated and in more of a raw state. That's raw, isn't it? The orange. You know, it, mm. they, but. I would definitely say, I think, at the beginning of when I was learning and sort of sat in that classroom, I was like, well, you, you know, tumble just means they've just been whizzed round in a big drum mm. with loads of sand and, mm -hmm. you know, they've been handled too much. And But I think that was just naivety and the whole learning of, you know, needing it all to be pure and, mm. you know, organic, if you like. But crystals, if you know, when you hold them, and and that's the a really personal thing. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, so I've got quite a controversial question that's just occurred to me. So they're mined from all over the world. Sometimes they're mined very readily. Sometimes they're quite rare. And I only get this from my book where mm. it says readily available. So if they're mined, I don't know, I can't think of a controversial country, or if they're mined by people who aren't paid fairly or in a quite a negative way, could that affect that? Could you buy Definitely. two crystals? I I would. Well, I've always... I'm trying to think of the ethics of, yeah. of the mining of it. I think, uh, for me, I would think of where it's come from. It's come from the earth. Mm. So you've got that that Mother Earth mm. energy, that that natural layer of crystal that sits within. And mm. somebody's come along and, you know, with a business brain gone, mm. well, we're just going to mine it mm. and do whatever, but we're going to send in people and give them, you know, 25p an hour mm. or a week or mm. something. Um, I would always, 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 anybody who buys any crystal, wherever it's from, however strong and beautiful the colour is, however you've read in the book it's this or it's that, you must leave on a windowsill outside in the sun mm. 
in the rain, um, pour water on it, whatever it may, it needs cleansing mm. for all of those reasons. Because mm. the amount of people that will have touched this crystal mm. and all of um, the whole journey crystal, from the whole Earth journey, to yeah. Mm. So I think that would that would sort of ring fence that poor person that possibly had been exploited, mm. um, and you know there is a shame. You know there is a shame in that, and unfortunately, there are areas in in life mm. where you've got exactly. You know, d- do you not enjoy your tea mm. that you drink? Yeah, that, yeah, absolutely. That you know, mm. somebody in India has mm. been you know plucking leaves with mm. six children strapped to her mm. back, and mm. it's not great, is mm. it? But I would definitely go back to where it originated mm. from, mm. the energy from the earth. Mm. Okay. And then just make sure you clean yeah, and yeah. cleanse it. Yeah, good point. So, yes. Yeah, so red then, jasper. You had carnelian and then red jasper. So, yeah, carnelian or red jasper, either or. I personally maybe a bit more. I think maybe because I would say 95% of my clients are women. Mm. Um, I would say that it works beautifully with that feminine energy to mm. bring balance. Mm. It's creative. Um, so good if you were going maybe through menopause or anything like yeah. that. Right. People who are struggling with babies. Mm. Um, I think, you know, the Christ, sometimes I mean, I've got a couple of clients that uh, swear blind that after they um, experience, you know, a treatment or their last treatment, it led to, you know, rebalancing mm. things and, and, you know, fertility mm. situation becoming a lot more positive. Mm. Yeah, I'm sure. And then you've got the root. So I would, again, just in a in a in a simple sense, I would either have black obsidian or black tourmaline. I think every chakra set should have one of those in. Black tourmaline is great for um, things like computers and and yeah. that Wi-Fi and stuff, isn't it? For blocking it. Protection. Mm. The protection, the grounding, you know, I've never personally sensed either, you know, with a client or um, for myself, any other crystal which does that Mm. depth of, um, yeah. And they're ugly looking things in many ways. Mm. You know, they're not your pretties, you know, lots of people, lots of people would say. That's snowflake obsidian. Yeah. Mm. That's Gold obsidian. That's nice. I like that one. Yeah, that's a lovely one. And so hematized. And this is in mm. Um Which is really heavy. So you compare. Is. Nelly. It's so like they a can weight, isn't it? Yeah. So that, gosh, so that feels like a plastic um, snooker ball. Yes. yes. And this feels like metal. Yes. So do you think being a stone, they'd weigh the same? Yeah. And it's quite different. Because I remember being taught quite early on that some people can pick up a crystal and, and feel it's incredibly hot mm. or feel it's very cold or actually can't, can't bear to hold it. People can have a real physical reaction to mm. them. Yeah, but that, the waste in those. Yeah. yeah. But that's extraordinary. It almost feels hollow, that one. Yeah, the difference it in it. I would work with, um, I would work with hematite in healing mm. because uh, lots of people yeah. who would come and maybe suffer with back issues. Um, achy legs, um, sciatica, you know, anything Mm. like that, that sort of travels in the legs and um, I would, yeah, I would, I would place that. But I, 
I don't personally don't place a chakra set and that's it. Mm. There'll be lots that I yeah. will place mm. around the body as mm. well. And um, do you do that per person? Do you intuitively know for Mary that comes on a Monday that she needs that order in that place, but for Teresa on a Wednesday she needs something totally different? Yeah. So if it, before they come, you feel into no, what they it need? No, it will be very much what happens when they – so June lays hers before mm, yeah, people walk through the to, door. Yeah. Um, so for me, um, we'll obviously do our chatting at the beginning mm. – um, and then I obviously lay them down on the bed to get them more comfortable. And then I start moving around and mm. I start walking around and I'll place in the hands. Mm. I might place under the bed mm. um, and then I'll place on and around the body mm. where and when it's necessary. Mm. So if I was to place around the body, maybe, you know, if somebody had been unwell recently, I would place a lot of if you like, um, clear quartz mm. in a in a really lovely auric grid mm. that just, if you like, just gives energy into the aura mm. to to bring the chakras up. You know, if your aura is depleted, your chakras are mm. going to be in bad mm. shape. Mm. And do you then, once you've laid the grid and laid all the crystals out, do you then do healing on top of that or do you leave the crystals to do their work? So I would then use a point. Mm. So... Um, so, so say I've you know I've got crystals in their hands. Maybe um, they've got a, you know a, maybe quite a simple chakra um, set running down them. Maybe, and then I place lots of clear quartz around. I would then walk around, just literally linking that grid okay. all together, channeling mm. that mm. energy with the point and moving it and sealing it in. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um. So people, when they buy them for their homes, you can get so normally it's a rose quartz with the candle in and the very simple ones, or they can wear them as necklaces or they can have them around. But the one thing I've learnt, I think, from June is really not to have them in the bedroom because you can kind of get an overload, can't you? So it's all right every now and then I'll, yeah. I'll pick one. So mine are in a separate room, but they're quite good, again, for Feng Shui, which I don't know much about. But yeah. the, the point I'm trying to make is you're not to sit in a room with all of them because no. it can be over overkill. Yeah. You think you're doing all these wonderful things, but actually it's just too much. I think it's, I think it can, I think it would definitely lead to some sort of healing crisis mm, mm, yeah. because there's no, there's no rest. Mm. There's no, it's just constant. It's, mm. I suppose it's a bit like, you know, dumbing it down. You know, if I could sit on an Xbox, you know, mm. for like eight hours of the day and you're sat, I know it's very different, but you're sat with crystals doing that sort of thing. You know, it's a bit like, oh, my good. And, you you know, you just get wired, mm. you know. But I would I would have like a black tourmaline or um, a black obsidian at the foot of your bed. Mm. And I would just look to have that cleansed mm. on a windowsill or outside mm. every, you know, four or five days every week. Mm. You know, as you change your bed, leave the crystal out. Put it back. I think it's just a very protective, grounding, mm. supportive stone that mm. I think is great during sleep. Mm. Can you just clarify for people who don't know what a healing crisis is? So a healing crisis would be um, when you've, I suppose, you've sat in a in an emotional state, or a, you know, maybe more emotional yeah, than emotional. than physical. Um, you sat there going, "I'm fine." I'm absolutely fine. I'm doing great. I'm getting on. 
and um, you go and have reflexology. And then the next day you might go for crystal healing. And then the two days later, you might go and get acupuncture. Now, that's just too much. For, mm. I, I've, mm. Too much for the energy. No, I've been, I've been there. Yeah, and no, I agree. And it will either make you incredibly emotional, mm. exhausted, mm. Um, all of the above. Mm. You know, it just isn't a good state mm. to, to be in. Because each of those, especially being energy medicines, is you need to allow the body to settle. Because mm -hmm. sometimes in a touch for health, we'll do a point and then we'll go and test and we'll muscle monitor and it's not there. And I've been taught to just wait, just yes. wait literally for the energy to go around the meridian for yeah. it to actually reach the arm. Just give the body time to assimilate yeah. what you've done so you can go back and test, not quite ready, and test. And people think, oh, it's not work, but actually it takes time. Oh, there we go, we've got the lock. But if you take that on a big scale of two or three days, especially with acupuncture or if you're dealing with grief or really big yeah. stuff, the body needs to kind of learn to be in that new emotional way because it's especially if it's held in the body, if it's a physical manifestation of emotional state, the body has to learn to hold itself differently, doesn't mm. it? And to then go, well, actually, I can I can move more easily. My legs are working or my back is free or I'm now able to vocalise those emotions or those feelings that I wasn't talking about. It's not going to happen like that. No. And as soon as you bring something else in, you're almost undoing or Absolutely. complicating that new state. Yeah. How can mm. you register how good it feels mm. after, mm. say, when you come yeah. for healing. Mm. You know, initially you're like, oh, yeah, no, that's lovely. Mm. But you're often, you know, digesting it mm. or you go and have something else. How, how, I think part of, part of what we do, June, I think is also people, but, and you as well, I mean, I don't know enough about what you do and I would definitely love, you know, to try it out a bit more than I have done on your, mm. on your talks and everything, but, You've got to feel, you've got to know what it feels like mm. to feel good. Mm. And in different circumstances. Yeah. It's all very well to go home and have a cup of tea after having a healing from you both and go, I feel great. But if you then get stressed on the school run or you then have a, a row with your spouse or you come across a challenging thing, it's in those circumstances you go, oh, Actually, I've responded differently than I normally yes. would do because I'm calmer exactly. or because I'm more, yeah. my self-esteem's gone up or I'm able yeah. to communicate. So we can all feel good doing nothing, yeah. but it's actually allowing that healing to exist yes. in life, yeah. Yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Not so quick to react or be intolerant. I'm in a much more different space because also when they're not feeling like that, they need to then sit there and go, okay, actually, I'm, I think I'm going to need to go and mm. see June or yeah. see Emma mm. because what I don't want it to is just to drop off. Mm. So, you know, I, I think certainly when people first come, I don't know about you, June, but I would say that, you know, sometimes it's really important to have, you know, a, 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 at least two, you know, sometimes three treatments relatively close together, mm. not like a, each week or anything. Unless, unfortunately, you know, I've, I've treated people with cancer and most definitely it mm. is needed, a, you know, Maybe a much that's closer. The difference. Mm. You know, oh, I never rebook them. Yeah. I wait for them to go on, let that healing settle yeah. to find I, out how they are. Yeah, I, I think, I, I, no, I, I would say based on, because you can feel how they're, you know, when they're, you know, if you like, their chakras are bouncing, like they're trying to re-energize. You know, they've been in a really poor well, state for a long time. Because you get a lot of people with cancer, don't you? Mm. I don't get them. I get more of the emotional. Mm. So, and I, I know 
I would book on it, I expect, if I've got a message to, but I yeah. don't. I never get that message. Yeah. I always tell them, you go out, because I might not be the right healer for them anyway. That is absolutely true. And I, and I definitely do say, look, you know, if I never see you again, but I spot you in Tesco's, please don't hide. Mm, you know, yeah. it's okay because mm. it isn't for everybody. Mm, yeah. It's, you know, it's like we're saying, you know, search for something. Don't ever stop searching. Yes, right. Don't mm, ever try stuff. Mm. You know, it's all about you. Mm. And it might be something that you try one one week mm. and you you don't the next. Mm. For, for me, I, I think life gets in the way a lot of the time for people. Mm. And then they go back to the state and they forget how good they felt. Mm. Yeah. Mm. And, then and actually for like, a lot oh, of people, God. I had this discussion with my, with my um, teacher, is a lot of people don't know what it feels like to be in a good place, especially because we were talking about nutrition at the time. If you've never truly felt a sense of wellness, yeah. if you've always... I don't know, had problems with your blood sugar levels or with gluten, but you don't really know it. So you're always, well, I'm always tired at this time of the day or I this always feel I this is who I yeah. am. Mm. Unless you truly feel wellness, you don't know what you're trying to achieve. Yeah. So it's really catch-22 because you can't convince yeah. people, actually, you can feel better than this. It's yeah. actually quite normal to spring out of bed and want to go and run a marathon, although I personally don't want to do that. Um, <laughs> I've not had but that it, spring. Yeah, no. I'm waiting um, for that spring. <laughs> <laughs> but the other thing is, we're talking about... Um, Talking and connecting is, um, again, I find possibly, again, going back to the feminine and women, it's very seldom do we sit. We might sit over a glass of wine and go, oh, you know, hubby's being this or kids are being that or I'm yeah. really tired. But very rarely will we sit in an environment and go, how do you feel? How do you really feel? Mm -hmm. and, and connect and acknowledge and recognise what you're feeling. And I find that's the biggest thing in my work. Right. It's more often not just the talking, and I was saying to you earlier, yeah, dude, about the shifts that can happen within the talk, yeah. but then to also recognise when you've had the session yeah. to equally, either if you have time at the end of the session or individually when you go home and go, how do I feel? Do I feel content? Do I feel energised? Mm. What does this new way of being filled because it's quite you get up oh I've got to pick the kids up or I've got to go to school or I've got to do my job or I've got to go and do the ironing you then get on with life and we don't sit and connect and be I've always used to say to Gina when she was rushing around being a teenager just be because if you don't figure out how you feel about something how are you going to know what you want yeah. or what you want to change and I think that's the biggest thing in teaching our kids and moving forward is that sense of especially now life is go 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 quick 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 information in out yeah. And to take that time to just stop yeah. and be and feel and think is huge, isn't it? It is huge. And I think a lot of people struggle with it. Mm. And I think... And I'm frightened you know, of it. And also, like, you know, you know, you don't rebook and I do rebook. You know, is it something that if they didn't want to come, they'd ring me the next day and say, I'm not going to... They're not going to yeah. come and spend the money and... Mm. And it not be, but also I think people just know that they certainly the, the 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 ladies, the clients generally that I've got are like, no, I need to I need to put something in because yeah. otherwise mm. one week will go on mm. to the next. And I won't I won't honour myself. If and if I'm busy, mm. it actually might not be mm. for you know yeah. six weeks. Mm. You know beyond the mm. six weeks that they were going to be leaving mm. it in between anyway. Mm. So all of a sudden they're at three months, and then mm. it's like oh. Actually, I'm fine because they go back to 
Well, this is me, isn't it? Well, it's what we were saying about the feminine, how we um, sacrifice ourselves. You're not honouring yourself by giving yourself the time. There's more pressure sort of socially to have the gym membership or go and do the Zumba once a week or, you, you know, I should be running. Yeah. But actually, we don't seem to have the same emphasis on actually where's your emotional well-being or your spiritual well-being. Yeah. You don't Where, make time. When are you investing in yeah. that? Yeah, totally. Yeah. So it's a hard one. It is a hard one because... Generally, again, and I, you know, I don't want to sound like a man hater, but I think men just sort of go and do, and That's you know, it's like they're more binary. They don't need it. I yeah. don't feel as much. They're just happier. And I women a... just got that. Oh, I've got to do homework, and yeah. they're struggling at school, so I really shouldn't do meditation mm. tonight because I've got to do mm. this. And you know, sometimes that's a really good reason. It's a really valid reason. Mm. You it's know, the best but reason, but yeah, it? but at the end of the day. You've got to give yourself that time because mm. then you do you feel, feel stretched. That's the time yeah. to do it. Mm. And people say, "Oh, I'm not going to come. I feel dreadful." And I'm like, mm-hmm. "This is the time. Mm-hmm. You yeah. don't just, you know, don't just not come." But then mm. you you don't want to come across as money or you know pushy mm. or, mm. but you know, very much. I suppose also to do with my nature as well. I just. I want to just nurture. I want to. We want to know. mother because we don't always mother ourselves. We don't always have the mothers to mother us for various yeah. different reasons. But it is about being nurturing. I remember a friend when I was getting divorced and I was doing the everything, you know, the crystal, the acupuncture, and I was seeing all these people and I said how much better I felt. And she said, Do you not just think it's because these people are listening to you that you feel better rather than it be the modalities that they're doing? And I said, well, You know what? I'm okay with that. Because actually not many people are going to sit and listen to me talk about my divorce for half an hour or how yeah. I feel. And if it's women who are honouring my space and allowing me to honour mine, then that can't be a bad thing. No. But it was, again, not a natural state to, to that be okay to do that. Yeah. I, I just think we just need to be, we just need to honour self. Mm. You know, you can't go wrong if you're honouring mm. self and... And if it means that you take yourself out for a couple of hours to have a treatment or, you know, even go mm. and get your nails done, mm. if yeah. that's mm. what makes... Whether it be a walk or, a, or listening to a piece of music or... Yeah, yeah, reading mm. a magazine. Mm. In, you know, the amount of times that, you know, people will say, oh, I do feel guilty being here, you know, and I'm like, why? Mm. Tell me, you know, tell me what that guilt feels. Where are you feeling that? Mm. And... And it will often stem from the fact that it's just that programming mm. that we go, oh, I've got kids, I should be looking after them. But should, your husband mm. also had children, mm. you know, and, mm. and obviously they're single mums and I mm. definitely did it. I had no money, so mm. I couldn't pay couldn't pay for somebody to come and look after Luke. So, you know, I didn't. Mm. But actually at the time that was fine. I didn't, you know, certainly after I'd been unwell, you know, I was just happy just to recover to and be, be me and, mm. yeah. and, and yeah, for that stillness and, mm. yeah, like recovery, just taking that time for me. And I think often we don't do that, mm. especially after heartbreak or illness. Everything's like, okay, right, mm. I've got to get up get and on. I've got to be doing and, I've, yeah. you know, I've got to get on and I've got to book the next client or I've got to, mm. you know, I don't know, achieve the next and the next whatever, because, you know, your boss is pushing you to do that. You know, life's bloody complicated and really hard. But really the, the core, the depth, the, the, the gravity, the literal gravity of all of that is to find your centre. 
to find your inner peace because without your feet with the gravity of being pulled to that you're just swinging around to other people's whims to society's whims to your husband's yeah. whims to your children's whims to your boss's whims where are your feet grounded yeah. in it because you're just going to get dizzy literally energetically and mentally and and i think it's interesting as well some of my clients um i can think of two that are mid to late 70s so similar age to my mum and they've probably not honoured themselves most mm. of their life mm. and now they're at their sort of situation where you know they're still young and you know want to go and have some fun and actually they've got the time to do that mm. now and they've probably mm. got the money to do that now mm. but they're not in a relationship that supports them no mm. You know, and and I think, yeah, I've got I've got a couple that I like that, and I, you know, that's that's often a real shame as mm. well. And we go back to that feminine. Mm. That mm. We spent so much time putting everybody else's first. needs and mm. wants first. Yeah. You're like, oh God, being a mum, wife. Yeah, mm. but also it's that, All that stuff. society's way, or maybe actually advertising media's way of representing. Well, this is what happy looks like. Happy is, yes, yeah. happy is having a car. Happy is being this thin. Happy is wearing this. Happy is going yeah. here. Happy is driving yeah, this. Looking that way. Yeah, or... and so you're always made to feel that you have less than or you're inadequate mm. or this is how I it gain does. happiness. So how are we, yeah. and because it's never pushed, it's not pushed in school, it's not pushed in families generally, but true happiness is not. You'll be forever chasing your tail, you know, if you're just Ever looking for the, for the quick fix. Yeah. I mean, I had this incident with Gordy the other night. We were out and um, I left the evening because I found it challenging for various reasons. And I voiced it with Gordy the next day and he sort of brushed it away. Is this out with friends yeah. type of thing? Right. So, um, and he brushed it away. And so then I, I had a subsequent conversation with him going, I felt that what, that my, what I was telling him how I felt was invalidated and it wasn't important and that your la your need to people please and your your um, aversion to conflict has made you react this way rather than just going, oh, I'm really sorry you felt like that. Yeah. It was like, oh, you're so sensitive. No, 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 no. And he did say, actually, it, it is, it's that lack of conflict and it's also the need of, I just kind of, I kind of want it all to go away because I want to have a good time. Yeah. And I went, well, yeah. that's lovely for you, but actually, meanwhile, this is how I felt then and this is how I feel now. And I don't want anything to change. I just want you to go, I'm really sorry you felt like that. Yeah. I'm really sorry that you put in that position. But it was, and luckily I was in a really good place. It was all very calm, oh, but yeah. it was so hard for him because it was immediately, as soon as I said it, he went, oh, put his head down. And, oh, you're so sensitive. And it's that, yeah, and? That's What's wrong with that? because that's what your mum used to say to you. Yeah. That's what I mean. It's this, but it's it's a kind of a burden to other people yeah. that I actually go. I actually found I found that circumstance challenging, so I removed myself from it. Mm. Oh, well, you were ruining my fun. It's kind of what he was saying. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you had to go, and oh, you don't want me to. You know, you don't want to be in that circumstance again. No, I don't. But you can. That's fine. Yeah, you my know? choice. Yeah, and but I'm was, explaining why. Mm. Yeah, very interesting. Isn't that interesting? Mm. You know, he, he needs to realise that. Mm. So if he wants to go and have a good time, mm. that isn't always going to be something that you want mm. to do in the same mm. shape. Mm. No, exactly. 
because I said there are certain people that you don't want to hang out with because you find them challenging and I accept that and I don't ask you to do it. Why yeah. are you suddenly asking me to, you know. Spend time with these people. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, but men, it is that. I just want to have fun. It just needs to be simple. To and you're making it so complicated. Well, actually, now I'm just being honest and truthful yeah. and just sitting in you. my power. I yeah. think that's the thing that, you know, when from my family that kind of go, oh. Yeah. Really? And then I'm like, and I, and I think it's Because you, you are completely different to them. Yeah. Mm. I said, but if I was gay and you were, you know, and you, and, I, and you were saying to me, well, at Christmas, I don't want you to be gay. Pretend you're not gay or, but you can't mm. love me every other day, mm. but on Christmas day. When, when I fit into your on, paradigm. You, yeah. Do you know, you know, mm. I, I can't be gay. Mm. You know, I've got to be straight, but I've got mm. to feel straight. I've got, mm. all my values have got to be straight. Mm. I've got, mm. you know, it's, it's who you are. It's mm. what goes right down mm. deep inside mm. you. And, and I think it's, yeah, and it is years of learning. I remember um, Gordy saying about his mum, um, oh, she's got this health issue. Can you just help her with that one issue? So I thought about it and I said, no, I can't. I'd love to and I want to, but actually it's not a matter of put that on that. It's a whole holistic Plaster. way of thinking about how she got to that point in the first place, which is mm. about your emotions, about how you eat, about how you view the world, about how you talk to yourself, about how it's everything. It's, it isn't a quick fix. It isn't a plaster. It isn't a pill. No. And it's, and again, that your, your gayness, your spirituality isn't, that is a lifetime of your learning from your cancer to your friends, to your, to raising Luke, yeah. to everything. That's the fiber of who you are it's not just your pink dungarees that you're wearing but you can't take them on and off it's weird isn't it it really is but they were i don't know about you but i think i am recently and when i say recently the last few years it doesn't really bother me mm. no me I neither think it disappoints me yeah it disappoints mm. me that i yeah. think you you don't know who i am mm. yet i am quite capable of vocalizing it i'm mm. not like well, why don't you know who I am? And they go, well, actually, I didn't know you felt that way. Mm. You know, they know how I feel because <laughs> I'm like, you know, this yeah. is me. Mm. I'm okay with that. Mm. You know, I'm not saying you've got to feel it. And, I'm, mm. you know, I might not agree with stuff you do over there, but, you know, you are who you are and mm. we're all different. And mm. and I'm much more generous in my perception of mm. who they are. But they are of you. Absolutely. Mm. It's really interesting. Mm. Mm. But I choose to, I've chosen of... In the last two, three years, to limit the time I spend with people yes. who don't understand me, because yes. I think, what's the point? It's I'm just, point. which is kind of my point with Gordy. I'm really circumspect who I spend my time with, because mm. my energy is really valuable. My time, I'm really valuable, and, and I'm not going to waste my time either justifying who I am, or excusing who I am, or hiding who I am, or recovering after experiencing yeah, to, like to, that, to please other people. You're just like, oh my god, yeah. I really didn't enjoy that, and then you've got to, you've got to identify. You know, maybe where you're a bit cross, or mm. you know, oh, they, they really annoyed me when they did that, and you, mm. you got well, anger's not good, and I should be, you know, mm. yeah, much more love and light, that. and <laughs> much more generous, and mm. yes, you know, in an ideal world, that absolutely, but no, I, mm. I, I, I totally get what. And that's saying. not two fingers to the world. No, it's just absolutely. me quietly sitting in my space, going, I'm really happy here, and I yeah, want yeah. to share the space with with equally other loving, understanding, connecting, spiritual people because I don't want to waste my time with people who I just have to be less than. Yeah. 
which I hate being less than. And I'm not particularly gobby at all when I'm when I'm out. I know I'm quite direct, but you know, but when I'm with people who don't get me, I yeah. don't force my opinion on anyone, which was the issue that I had. This person was forcing their opinion on me, mm. and I thought I could equally stand up to this, but I have no desire to because I'm not going to change your mind, you and I've got no desire. Exactly. That's so. But you know, that for me. Is standing in my power. Mm. Yeah. Which, as Emma said, doesn't have to be with a sword and shield. No. And I think a lot of people do think it is. And that look of, uh, you know, I'm going to make or, you realise what yeah. I fit. Or I'm better than you. It's not that no, at all. Not at all. It's I'm happy in my space. I think a lot of people I don't aren't. want that. Mm. You know, because I, if I do see my brothers, I find it very challenging. Yeah. Because I don't really want to be there mm. all the time. Because I've learned. Long and loud, you know, not what they think. Never ask them what they think. They probably wouldn't tell you anyway, no. June. But it's just that fact that you proved who you was to me. Mm. And this is where we are with it. Mm. And I'm okay with it now. I'm quite happy to keep you all over there. Not in my space, in mm. my life. Mm. But you've also got people in your life that fill any void that yeah, they... Got... You know, there's just sadness based around it where you just yeah. kind of go... We're family, like mm. you were saying about mm. your sister. Mm. You know, we're family. We have history together. Yeah. You know, we've got, you know, all these similarities in our in our lives, but you couldn't be more different. Mm. No. Couldn't have journeyed more differently. Mm. Totally um, different. You know, and... And it's okay that yeah. they like it. Except But just don't put back what you are on mm. me. Mm. Right, ladies. I think we've put the world to rights today. Do you think so? I think yeah, so. <laughs>